What? Hello, I'm Kevin from Serial 9. And I'm Gerard from Serial 9. And I'm Ryan from Dota Logic, and this is Serial <laughs> Podcast 9. Episode, uh, you know, the one after the last one. Yeah, 25. Yeah, 25. All right, team. So we have questions from people that have listened to two podcasts, which is nice, I think. Actually, one was a guest, and I think we've answered this before, but maybe we haven't. Matt Peterson, a.k.a. Kevin's half-brother, would <laughs> like... I like that I make that joke and I never explain that you guys aren't actually related. He wanted to know what video games we played growing up, like car video games. Um, I swear, like, one of the first games was, like, Outrun, you know? Yo, Outrun? Like, is that the motorbike one? No. No. Or no, I'm, I guess it can't. It's not what the first games because like, Yo. there was there was a sick motorbike game on Excite Bike. There was also that um, Tony Iron Man Stewart, oh, like truck racing game where you could get NOS and upgrade the motor. Upgrade but wait, the wasn't that an arcade one that had it was four also, steering wheels? It was, yeah, three. That it was, was a blue, a red, three. and a yellow. That was the bomb. Yeah, that, that one. And you spin the them, and yeah, the truck you spin you them. Own. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. you like you use the NOS and you like like those top two rig games is like then, a top. Yeah, and which one is Outrun? It was like you were in a convertible three five five, looking from the back forward, and it was wasn't like that you wasn't just that move right uh, and left, and there's like oh. palm trees and like. Oh yeah, that wasn't as good as like. Remember the very first like force feedback actual arcade game was that I think it was called three five five challenge, and it had the force feedback. And yeah, you had that one had a loop. clutch. You could only do it if. You, yeah. Okay, but that's a different game, right? Yeah, three five five. Oh, run is like a, a real basic. That was, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Way earlier than that. Like this is like before like cruising USA or like Rush. How come I know the name of but I don't remember that game. I don't remember that game. I, I think the motorbike game. I don't know if you're talking about was Excite Bike. Excite Bike was bomb. Excite Bike was super cool. Do you guys remember Road Rash? Did we say Road Rash? I don't remember Road Rash. Road all. Rash was oh, a Road Rash. Oh, yeah, and you could pick up weapons. What? While you were racing, like chains and bats, and hit people off their bikes. No. Yeah, and you like chains and like you hit people. And okay, yeah. so, kick them. Yeah. So the case, guy would get up and kick. That you remember like Carmageddon? No. Carmageddon Twist, was like a racing twisted game metal. Where you, like, run over pedestrians. No way. Twisted metal was. Yeah, like, but I don't, twisted metal wasn't like that was later. Racing. It was fully about just like. No, but I mean, we yeah. never said racing games. We just said games. Well, it is ra- no, we, it is meant to be racing games, but oh, we don't play all of racing games, okay. which is great. Um, I wanted to know, like, what high horsepower cars you built in them, but so far we've only listed games that are, like, motorcycle games and where you could kick people off, run people over, and, yeah, we haven't even, like, well, gone to, I, like, I feel like I started with the games. beginning, like, in the very, you know, like, yeah, yeah, the NES and, like, um, yeah, exactly. And then when you get to PlayStation, then it's, like, yeah, yeah obviously, mean, obviously, yeah. Gran Turismo, man. Gran Turismo everybody, was a fucking bomb. Yeah. Everybody played Gran Turismo, I feel and like. I, and exactly. obviously, like, what high horsepower? Every single one. Like, every single one. I remember Ridge, having them. There was, like, Ridge Racer. There was Automodelista. I never played any of those games. This is actually just a funny side note. My dad bought the family, like, a PC computer, like, in in the early 90s and was like he spent a ton of money on it and he was like i spent a lot of money on this thing so i'll never have to buy another one again <laughs> but and we had test drive on it and you guys like remember test drive no. you would like uh, you would drive and it was like you had the steering like wheel. A simulator yeah and then you would hit things and the window would like crash 
And if you like rev too high and didn't shift, you would like blow your engine. Gerard, did you ever play uh, Need for Speed Underground? I played a bit of Need for Speed, man, but I was I was always into the games where like basically you could like race or drift. I remember like, oh, what was that game we played at the house, Kevin? You're I'm pretty sure that was Grid. It had like a drift mode that like actually quite fun. Yeah, it was actually you good. Could... Like once you figured it out, it was like legit. You could do crazy big entries. Yeah, on that I, on that dock level, on that dock one. Yeah, I think you you could be like the Team Orange cars in that game, couldn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, so but there was the sore was the fucking one. Oh, the sore was the crazy one. We used to uh, so when we started drifting in Saskatchewan, that and like we would party at my condo <laughs> after. Like all the guys would come back and hang out, and we'd get drunk. And I had grid, so every night somebody would be up to like three a.m. playing grid while we were like drinking. Like just, yeah, we played a shit ton of yeah. grid. But like yeah, and Gran Turismo, Gran yeah. Turismo, the Vanquish, buddy. <laughs> Kevin, did you play Vanquish. Need for Speed Underground? I didn't really. I mean, I did. I played it a bit, but like, I think I like the other Need for Speeds better because that was like when I was younger. Because by the time Need for Speed Underground was out, like, Gran Turismo series was out and like flourishing. So like, to yeah, me, but that you was couldn't put Underglow on your shit in Gran Turismo. But I always Need found the Speed driving was, wasn't very yeah, good. What they do, yeah, the driving exactly wasn't good. <laughs> it was. I like, wasn't in it for that. I wasn't in like, for all the style points because you could. And that's like, what I hated. It's like I got to make my car look shittier to gain enough respect to like go on to the next races like get the fuck out of here I'm yeah like, i, I lost interest go- in those super games gaudy recently. body kits on just to go further like, <laughs> once you figured out how to clutch kick in gran turismo i was like done i don't want to play any other game i don't okay, care what about, how... what about forza did you guys play forza? I, I don't know man i tried i sort of lost interest after three because was it three even was was with the vanquish because four like the drift like it got so super realistic at that point and then the drifting was weird and then you know the new playstation came out and i didn't have it and i wasn't really playing video games that much anymore because it was just didn't have the time yeah i feel like i've come to the end of my car video game experience as well like, oh man. yeah I like the next Xbox, would be a simulator so I have no forza but yeah exactly i, I bought a ps4 and then i have like what's that game that's like really popular for sim racing uh, but I don't have the steering wheel and all that shit. I fully, aside from like Midnight Club and like Dub Edition and all that stuff, <laughs> I never had that. But I went through, uh, like I had like, there was like Street Racing Syndicate. And that game is very almost offensive now that I look back at it. And not like, and I'm going to say this from like, uh, I guess, from a, a social justice warrior position. Part of the goal of that game was you would get like, you'd win girls essentially like you'd get girlfriends and then you could take them for drives in your car and all the girls in the game were like actual car models so like courtney day was in it and then you would like unlock different <laughs> versions of courtney day and it, i think it was different like outfits uh, yeah and like one was a bikini and then one was and it's like it's kind of weird like you'd go back to your shop and be like i'm gonna change my girlfriend <laughs> and <laughs> it was like an open <laughs> world it was, yeah, it was open world and you'd drive around in it. It was a little bit bizarre, but yeah, I, uh, Forza, I remember what being about like, Wangan Midnight? I never played that. I did get the initial D game and I thought this is going to be fun. And then it wasn't, uh, and I was like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it was yeah. all in Mario Kart. Mario Kart 64 is one of the greatest games ever made straight up. Yeah, that's my so favorite racing game. So good. Yeah. It's so good. I will say this even the battle. Yo, you know what oh, I played? You know what I played lately? That's like pretty fun rocket league 
<laughs> I play with Dominic and shit. It's like pretty good. So basically, it's not a racing game, but it's like you play soccer, but you're a car. Oh, that's interesting. So you could do like flips and like like hit the ball in certain ways. It's like actually kind of sick. And like there's turbo and like drive on the walls. It's... My problem with racing games is I would play them and acquire the cars that I wanted, but all of the cars that I wanted were entry level cars and then I'd stop playing, right? So it's like as soon as you got an S15, I was like, well, I'm good. And then I'd stop playing because <laughs> I didn't. My I didn't dream big enough is my problem. Anyway, so there's a there's a rant about video <laughs> games. <laughs> Good. Kevin, were there any other cars? Part of the question was like what cars did you build to have high horsepower in the games? Uh or yeah, some... I mean, I don't know. That's we fine. literally built every single car to the max. To, to like the I, max the that it would be. But Starlet. what I will say is like well, yeah, the, the most fun I we would have is like racing like the spoon civic type bar against like gt1 cars and you know playing super dirty but like completely beating all these cars that are 800 horsepower like full out race cars and you're in like a civic that seems like the story of your life a little bit (laughs) 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 like that really just like that it falls in line with you like how much to build an 8.6 to be faster than an m3 and like you make fun of the dude yeah. having an m3 and it's like yeah fuck you race cars i want to say I vanquish did. though the vanquish the v12 vanquish 700 horsepower was like the absolute best sounding best drift car in in all those games it was oh. so yeah so it was good. so fun that car was so and sick. it sounded so amazing uh, i feel like a close runner-up was like the cobra r Cobra R. I like that, that like f- red. It was red with that like huge wing in the back. Oh, I don't remember driving that one. I did I did spend a lot of time driving that weird Falcon XR6, XR6. that crazy yeah. Australian supercar thing. It's like white and, it, and blue. Yeah, and it just sounded like like it has like oh, yeah. They didn't even sound like a car. It was just sounded so fucked up. And it was really hard to drift, but like when you got it right, it was like pretty sick. All right, all right. Now, now I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna ask right. this. Um, all right. So the crux of today's episode. I don't know if this is the name, how it works, but so on Instagram, couldn't afford a Supra or two JZ underscore the N- character, not the word. Uh, Nagini. 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 N A G I N I. Like the dragon, bro. Oh, I don't know that. So we could spend a whole episode you telling me about dragons. That I don't know. Cool. I don't know. I just assume it's some sort of dragon. Look, man, I fucking don't know anything about dragons, except for that movie Dragonheart, where Sean Connery was the voice of a CGI dragon. Oh, the snake. That sounds, that sounds like a really bad name. Movie. Oh, dude. Hey, it's the, yeah, wait, 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 wait. Nagini is the snake from Harry Potter, dog. <laughs> Are you serial? Yeah, bro. You've seen all of them recently, Gerard. Okay, but I don't know. pay attention to the, to the... Yeah, Nagini is the snake, bro. Ah, that's fun. All okay. right. All right. We, now I've... Well, what's what's the, the question? question? <laughs> yeah, I forgot to ask the question. <laughs> I put the phone away. And I thought we were going to talk about dragons the whole time. Okay. You can imagine dragons. Oh, <laughs> you son of a bitch. New podcast idea. Dot, dot. Car culture etiquette. What yeah. to do and what not to do as a car enthusiast. So, I mean, this can be in a realm of anything. We've touched on, like, what to do at a, at a drift event. Uh, like, hey, don't take the spare tires home, you weirdo. Like, don't get <laughs> tires signed by drifters. 
they're not cool keepsakes uh and like uh, etiquette don't drink too many energy drinks at professional drift events but anyway as <laughs> car culture goes what are the to do's and not to do's in car culture let's start with meats let's start with car meats yeah i feel like this will be the whole episode <laughs> yeah okay so what to do uh clean your fucking car car meets are pretty crazy like you could have like a pretty crazy car but like there's always going to be somebody with a crazier or more <clears throat> interesting car so people may or may not even look at your fucking car no matter how nuts it is uh but if they do it's always nice to have a clean car so that's a really easy simple one <laughs> if you're showing up with a whack car that's dirty don't just go park it somewhere else yeah 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 you know basically. like don't go park in an open spot beside a bunch of sick cars with your your stock car yeah yeah that's a huge one for sure that requires a lot of uh like self-awareness though hey? <laughs> <laughs> like actually and i mean to elaborate on that like maybe if you're if you're rolling up with a fucking chaser don't park by a bunch of bmws or if you're rolling up with a jetta don't park by the fucking jzx's you know what i mean like like try to yeah try and par- try and park with your yeah, get in where you Brethren, fit in. Yeah. Uh, and, and I mean, these are real simple ones. Don't act like a fucking asshole. Don't rev the shit out of your engine. Don't fucking try to do burnouts. Don't like, you know. Don't, don't get into fist fights. <laughs> pick up Definitely. your fucking garbage. Yeah, pick up your garbage. Don't, don't, be, thre- don't, don't be drinking at the meet. Oh, man. <laughs> don't threaten to pull a gun on someone. Wasn't that a thing that happened once? <laughs> Was it? Jesus I Christ. Mean, and and don't don't try to show us your fucking two or three or five or seven hundred horsepower with a one two shift in front of the thing. Like, I mean, if your car is fast, it's fucking fast. We'll probably see it at some point at the track or at the, the drift event or something. But like, I don't know, man, I don't really give a fuck that your car like can go through first gear real, real fast or like it spins. I, I mean, that's cool, but like it's a car meet. It's not a fucking drag race. It's not a drift event. It's, car meets like need to keep happening. And whatever we need to do to do that, like just do that. Yeah, I mean, it is, it is a, it's a tricky thing. People will get very carried away, and I don't know what it is about. Is it ever the crowd mentality, man? And like you're all hyped up. Crowd mentality, small dick syndrome. But is it ever anyone with a super cool car doing like dope shit? I would think so. Yeah, I mean, it's literally anybody. But people don't get. People aren't upset about that because they're like, "That's a super cool car doing dope." I don't know if I've ever seen a super cool car be like, "Oh, I'd be dumb at a meet." I mean, go to Langley. It's like. Every car's fucking nuts, and every car does stupid shit. So it's I'm like, never going to Langley. Come on, no, I will. <laughs> but I mean, that's like there. It's kind of like it's a lot different of a meet than you know, like you going to Canadian Tire in Coquitlam. You know what I mean? That's that's like you're going to like some secluded spot, and you know, it's the shit's isn't popping it, off. It a Tim Hortons. Well, I mean, I think the Tim the Hortons meet out of Tim Hortons. <laughs> Like that's not I mean, a clue. No, I mean it's, I, not, okay, a, well. it's not a very busy. Okay, maybe that large. was a recent one. I'm talking about like the, those like 194. Like I think that's actually just that's the street racing. No, that's meet. out of Tim Hortons. That's the one. Okay, well that's yeah. in the vicinity of yeah, yeah. Okay, you're right, probably. So maybe we should tell people to stop doing that there as well. I don't know. I mean, I feel like if it's established that that's nah. like, but I don't know. Like no, because that could all go south very quickly. It's like it's established that you're kind of allowed to break the law. It's but like, no, I know. I mean is, that that shit. So, no, but that shit's like. I mean, I don't know how it actually is, but like a lot of those places, and like once you go further east, that shit's like grandfathered in. Like everybody is crazy and does crazy stuff. Like remember the Langley 
cruising or whatever it is or the langley that one show that's every single year yeah it's the cruising the, yeah, langley it's the cruising, cruising which is like right. i mean like it used to be ridiculous i'm sure it's probably toned down a lot but like, i can't even imagine Ryan, didn't what... you go there just because in and out burger is there that's the only time in and out burgers like in canada they come up with they were there for the cruising. No, I've never done that. And now I'm a oh, vegetarian. Really? So what am I going to get at In-N-Out Burger? <laughs> well, nothing. Know, some terrible, burger terrible with no fries, burger on it. Yeah, that's what that's what <laughs> uh, Five Guys gives you as a as a veggie burger. And they're like, here's a burger with no meat. It's like cool. Yeah, no, I've never gone. I've been to In-N-Out Burgers, but I've gone I've gone in California because I'm a real bag of douche about that. I suppose. Uh, <laughs> Um, I'm a real purist about it. I I don't know, Gerard. I feel though like if I've learned anything from being alive the last five years is that all it takes is like one person to make a complaint and then everything goes to shit. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I agree that like this shit shouldn't happen, yeah. but like it's it's a bit of a different level of things too. It's like you got guys that have, <laughs> you know, like $150,000 hot rods that they drive two times a year at, versus some fucking dumb kid in a Jetta doing it you know, first gear fucking cooker. Right. With a 16 valve in his car, like, you know, sick. That's, that's. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you bought a, a house that was la- like less expensive because it was next, next to a racetrack and you knew the racetrack was there. And then now yeah. you're mad that your house is next to a racetrack. So now you're writing your MP or you're writing to the government for people who aren't Canadian uh, to say like, oh, I'm mad at the racetrack. And it is, it's like, I just, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just feel like regardless of what that is, it everything can go south very, very quickly at one oh, of those sure. things. And that's the whole point, right? Like, and I guess I'll be the wet blanket. Yeah. That sounds super cool. But as soon as like one of those crazy cars that only comes out like two times a year fucks up and breaks something, well, then that's now the, that's now the headline. That's not the, yeah. hey, man, that car is, like, wild. It's like, hey, man, that car, like, fucked up and broke something. Or, like, or hit, killed somebody. Hit someone. It's like, yeah. He only drives that car two times a year. And then people are like, maybe he should drive it more so he knows how to control it. You know? Like, those become the... Yeah. I yeah, mean... It's... <laughs> I don't know. Are we laughing because I never drive my car? Honestly, I just, I, I was just, I think we're in it right now, man. Like, like the, you know, we're being attacked from all angles. It feels like. And I'm always doom and gloom about this, but it does very much feel like the last kind of days of it. And however many of the more days we have of it, but like meets when I moved here were phenomenal seven years ago. And I don't know what they were like before that, but like when I came here and we would go like the burn road or market crossing was like yeah like i remember people being like why don't we have more car shows and it's like because you have a crazy meet every Every, thursday night every week yeah it's super dope and yeah then there was like the rev scene spanish banks meet yeah those are sick those are sick Uh, serial nine block party huh huh yeah little plug those are decent uh yeah and it just feels like everything goes away and then something comes up and it's like people that have been around in the scene a little bit longer that are like familiar with what's about to happen are very aware that it's like no you're gonna fuck this up and it's gonna go away and the other part of that i I think i touched on this once was like we used to organize meets and the people attending the meets in saskatchewan there was uh not everyone but there was definitely a group of people that like let it go to their head 
thought they could get away with whatever they want. And they just torpedoed those meets with their behavior to the point where it was like the event organizers, us, were like, man, this is not worth the headache. Like we go through a bunch of work so these guys can be jackasses in a parking lot. I mean, honestly, like yeah. as much as I do like the sort of all in one meets, like I went to the you know, that Tri-Cities meet, I thought it was pretty cool and stuff, but like, you know, I could, I could not to be arrogant, but I could give a fuck about more than 50% of those cars. And I'd rather just sort of have like, like really cool cars or the cars that I'm into or my, like the f- sort of small group of f- friends or, or friend car friend group that I have just like those guys hang out. Cause like, I don't talk to most of those other people, nor do I like care to see half of those cars. So it's like those meets are pretty volatile as far as like, because you can't, you're, you're, you don't have any control of like, you know, basically most of these people, it's just going to blow up real soon. Like you're going to have two, three, four meets by the time the, the third one rolls around, the cops are aware of it. By the time the fourth one rolls around, more people are come and do stupid shit. By the time the fifth one rolls around, it's like, probably going to get shut down and then there's no more sixth one you know what i mean because like yeah it's just it's just it's it's not sustainable that's the i mean i feel like you just got to like move the venue yeah but then yeah and then only the core group of people know about it right or or Or, like yeah it just like moves every week like you know after i left saskatchewan the guys there did this thing and it was called like pin drop meets and i don't know if you did that here i wasn't there for it but i guess it was like it was a select group of people that were allowed to be in that group and that and it was called a pin drop because you would drop the location and the location would change that sounds rad dude that sounds like the old school rave mentality and it's like you're not you're not gonna find it by happenstance right like you're not gonna be driving like driving around being like where's the meat tonight it's like you had to be uh you had to be like accepted to get into that and uh, that's kind of sick That's that's a good idea and then you can you if you want to go you have to be friends with or know somebody. And then if they're in that core group, they have to vouch for you. So if you screw up, that person gets cut. Yeah. The person who said you could go gets cut. <laughs> or gets scolded. Yeah, we should for do sure. That. We should fucking do that. That's a good idea. I like that. I mean, and that is the solution. Obviously, then you, the, the nice thing about meets, and I guess like it's the counterpoint to your point, which I agree with as well, Gerard, like, I don't necessarily like going to meets because I don't, I do like meets, but like, there's a lot of mediocrity sometimes that you got to like get through to find like the, the mm-hmm. gems, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's like your ratio is probably pretty high to like gems to the mediocrity. Uh, but sometimes you come across a thing that you've never seen because like that person is just not in your world, but yep. they have the same interests. Right. And I mean, just dude, I've been out. to local car shows that didn't have the same caliber of cars. as like those Thursday night meets, you know, you mean higher? No, they're like not even, not even as good. Oh, all right. Yeah. 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 yeah I mean, so. I've seen Both. crazier, like a crazier plethora and mixture of of cars that i like was like yo that's sick at the at like a local meet than like at certain other local car shows you know so that's where i saw that lancia delta on fucking bc coilovers and like xxr wheels i was like yo it's a lancia delta like the fact that you've done anything to it is already sick even if they're kind of like shitty parts like it's kind of sick yeah and so that was at a thursday night meet yeah is what you're saying right and so i think to is it fair maybe we should explain what thursday night meets in vancouver or the greater vancouver area were to people that don't live Yo, in vancouver. they were a meet 
and they, they were, were on Thursday, Thursday night. <laughs> yeah, but they were they were huge. Like, how many cars were there? Would you if you were to wait two hundred? Yeah, probably like two hundred cars. Yeah, the, there's at a lot. The, at the max. I think even they more than two hundred. I think more than two hundred. At one point, I remember that one of the car shows had to bring all their cars that they shipped out. They were like, if we're gonna get people to come to our car show, we have to go to the Thursday night meet with our cars that are like the the showstoppers at this yeah. car show and have them be at this car meet. And so like all these like showstopper cars rolled in because they were trying to like drum up attention. But then at that point I was like, yo, oh, I just got pictures of your car in the wild. Why do I got to pay money to come see it now at like a convention center? Yeah, exactly. All right. So shall we continue with the, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Etiquette. <laughs> the etiquette. Uh, I mean, be friendly, man. Like don't be an arrogant prick. Just because you got a sick car, or even if you don't have a sick car, or if you got an exotic car, or if you got, I don't give a shit what kind of car you have, just don't be an arrogant prick. Yeah, I I feel like that's just good advice for life. Well, I mean, yeah, no, but, life but advice. it is for sure. But I mean, it definitely comes with the car scene. Like some guy's going to show up with a C8 vet or like, or, or, or a 800 horse Supra or like, you know, insert dick swinging car here and like walk around like your shit don't stink and it's like well dude i don't really care about your car like you may think it's the next the best thing since sliced bread but like a lot of people here don't even care so you know i I will say one thing like i feel like you were the other guy like five minutes ago where you're like you know, I show up at these meets and I don't give a shit about at least 50% of the cars here. Yeah, but like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to talk to that guy. Like, fuck him, you know? Like, <laughs> no, but I'm not rolling in and revving my engine and being like, yo, I got a fucking six speed, like, blit, like one of a kind first in the world. Like, I'm serial nine. Look at me. Like, you know, that would be an arrogant prick. <laughs> If I just don't really talk to people that I don't, I don't think that's being arrogant. Yeah, that's yeah, just being yeah. like, you know, I, okay. I'll, I'll give I you definitely sound that, like yeah, that, that first prick. guy. That first guy is like, is that's the guy I want to hang out with. It's the first guy. Uh, no, I, that's the one. Uh, I, okay. I actually have an example of this and I'll try my best to not, cause okay, I doubt the guy listens to this. Uh, but I saw a guy in a, it was a certain type of car. And that certain type of car aligned with uh, the calendar. No, no, no. Uh, the calendar day. It was a calendar. And it was like, sure. he had the car out at like, uh, at Iona Beach on a day that aligned with another day. It wasn't the highest level trim of that car, which would have been the impressive level version of that car. And I was in my forerunner and I remember being like, kind of stoked i was like oh because like i think at that point i hadn't really talked to anybody about cars for a while i was like oh man super cool that like you brought this out and he was just like wasn't really like he's like yeah yeah but you know he was like took off and met up with his other friend and i was just like ah you could have been a little bit nice like i've never if someone was like saw my i've had full-on conversations where i've explained my car to people or like, and maybe that's just my personality type that I'm always pretty amped to talk about shit like that. But it was just kind of like, the guy, it was a, kind of a snub. I was like, oh yeah, that's sick. And he was like, yeah, yeah, I know. And I'm like, well, it's not that sick. I'm just being <laughs> like, yeah. And I mean, that's the thing too. If somebody comes up to you and you're like, and like, they're like, yo, like sick car or like, what kind of wheels are those? Or like, what's your setup? Like, I mean, you got to, obviously they have to have tact, but you also have to have tact and either, you know, snubbing the guy or entertaining the guy. Yeah. Like, don't just be like, 
yeah, like that guy. Don't be that guy where you're like, yeah, cool, buddy. You know, like, yeah, get the fuck out of here with your forerunner. Like, I love it when you don't know. people ask you questions about your car. Yeah, it's you know what I mean, dope. like one time I was driving into Celsius and this woman like had a AE 101 Corolla and she was beside me and she was just like, that's the nicest Toyota I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. What is that? Like, yeah, did you get that from England? I'm just like, oh, oh man, I'm like, like, I got it from Japan. Like, yeah, blah, 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 blah. Like, Dude, funny thing was with the Verosa, more el- elderly or like women, like mid middle aged women would comment on that car being being like really good looking car really yeah i had two or three like legit ladies like comment on that car being like like oh like what kind of car is that or like they're like that's a beautiful car maybe that flowing shape really shape, spoke to yeah. them i don't know yeah, yeah maybe purple, toyota purple, built that, that purple color yeah, yeah maybe uh yeah i so i think there is like and that is the tact it's like man if someone's gonna go out on a limb and be like oh hey like cool car and like have like some interest in it you could probably and i'm not trying to sound arrogant either but then if you would have been nice like maybe i actually would have been like oh like i take photos of cars for fun do you want photos of your car like maybe i wouldn't have but like yeah maybe it would have started the blossoming friendship from there yeah (laughs) i don't know when anyone gives me a thumbs up i'm always stoked you know yeah or like uh like hang loose or rock on or like hell yeah yeah yeah. super weird sometimes when you're driving in your car and you you're like thumbs up and the guy clearly is looking at your car and then doesn't give you any response you're like what okay buddy like sorry no, like you know what i mean yeah and then just pit maneuver him <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying you give a guy the thumbs up i don't know what to do. i'll say this i don't know what to do when someone gives me the thumbs up because i want to give like, a nod Thank you. a nod oh, yeah, for a, a thumbs yeah, up yeah or like give a yeah, thumbs yeah, up back or any yeah, sort any, of any response Ooh, i would say a... i i drove past uh another uh... car enthusiast <laughs> no i've been there yeah and i like, know who this thing, is like yeah, so I was like, yo, I. sick, blah, blah, blah. And they were just like, like nothing. And I was, yeah. So then I was like, all right, well. Maybe they you. were fuck really you, uh, caught off guard that Kevin from Serial 9 was like, yo, sick. And I like, highly it's, doubt it's Kevin, that. be cool. Be so cool. It's Kevin. <laughs> That's how I live my life every time I see Kevin. Oh my God, it's Kevin. Be Is so that why cool. you always look flustered? Yes, because I don't know what to say <laughs> or do around you. It's Kevin. I've, yeah, I mean, I just always try to be like, friendly but yeah i mean oh what i was gonna say is like yeah at those meets too like it it could be pretty daunting for like maybe the guy's younger maybe the guy's inexperienced maybe the guy doesn't even have a fucking clue what kind of car it is and he just thinks it's cool and it might just be like a big deal for him to like even talk to you in the first place and if you're a jerk to him it's kind of like not really super helpful to like progress the scene or to like put confidence into that guy's like future car endeavors that belongs in the gatekeeping episode. <laughs> um, we spoke about that. I know, no, I agree. I do think one of the other things about etiquette, and I think we're all guilty of it, but it's a thing to be pretty. You gotta, you gotta be kind of mindful about it. And like, I know a couple of guys that are like pretty bad for this, but like when you walk around a car meet and you vocally take shots at other people's cars, oh yeah, out loud, like. Yeah, uh, you gotta do be that. pretty. Yeah, you gotta like, because like you never know. Like I've had that too. Like when I first got the Aristo, it had like the clear tail lights on it, and like you had clear tail lights on that thing. It came with it. And I had do you to still have them? 
I don't know. I'd have to look. Yeah. Maybe. Dude, uh, yeah. Maybe not yeah. on that car, but on a car like Myers, though. Eventually, yeah. like when it was like not on the white, but no, not, I mean, no, but it had the like the red. They were like the Altezza lights on that. Uh, they had, okay, they weren't like cool. all white. Yeah, it was like pretty. And like I heard, like I took it to a meeting. I was like, that. I was pretty like stoked on my car because it was my car. And I, like I heard a person being like, "Well, the first thing I do is like get rid of those lights." So I was like, "Yep, it's on my list." You and said then, it too. Yeah, and I was like, "Yeah, that's right. like the first thing I'm doing." And he's like, "Oh yeah, yeah oh cool." And it's like, "Yeah, thanks." But then, like, because then you hear, like, the same dude be like, yeah. Yeah, you hear the same guy be like, oh, yeah, these things have, like, a 1J in them. It's like, no, they don't. Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) First thing I'd do is buy a fucking Aristo peasant. (laughs) Yeah. Get out of here. Um, Not a GS. (laughs) (laughs) Don't go around shitting on other people's stuff. Uh, You can do it in private, because I think we all do that, and that's fine. (laughs) But, like, I don't do that, buddy. Never. Never, come yeah, on! Never, man. Uh, I love everybody. Nah, you respect respectable builds. No, respect respectable builds is Gerard's line. Not all, yeah. not all builds are respectable. Respectable. <laughs> yeah, that's that's uh, that's a conundrum. Ain't that uh, the truth? Uh, so etiquette: build a respectable car. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, I mean, this goes into like that's all subjective, you know? too, yeah, right? It's fully subjective. It is. Yeah. I mean, okay, it so is. like first, yeah, good example, right? So, the Tri Cities meet, I went and like, whatever. There's lots of different kinds of cars there, and honestly, like when those when the Mark II Jetta showed up, there was like a VR6 one and like a I don't know if it was a Turbo 16 valve or what, but like I haven't seen one of those things in so long, and I remember like because we. I grew up with a Vanagon, and so we'd go to the VW dealership, and I'd see the you know the Golf GTI, the the Mark II with the 16 valve and the Recaro interior, and then they came out with that crazy Jetta, which was like I think it was a GLI, and then dude started swapping you know VR6s into them, and that Mark II Jetta is a good, pretty good looking car, and they were low, and I was like fuck those things are sick, and and yeah I was stoked to see those cars, yeah, and like yeah. I never would like choose to, but like. I got a bit excited when I saw those cars. I was like, fuck yeah, those are sick. But then that's the conundrum of like also your idea. Like just to hang out with your friends, you would never see that car. So like, don't be a dick at me. Try to be respectful. That's all like, I feel like that's all pretty like common knowledge. And it's like the, I don't know. I don't feel like if it is common knowledge, everybody needs to hear it again. You know? Yeah. 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 Don't ruin shit for people especially if you're new to this like if you're new to a car to the car culture and like I, what how many years do you think you should be like what makes you not new to car culture like how long do you have five to be years around? yeah okay i can agree with that you shouldn't mean, be rolling up forty thousand hours of car culture personally any <laughs> yeah, everything yeah, yeah. no no i mean honestly like personally like to be like legit in a car scene it's a decade a decade is like like true like yo like i'm a car guy like five years like it's not much you could be like hey i got into cars i built a car i went drifting for a couple years Eh, didn't really like it i'm out of it so like you're you're five and you're in your car your car sat for two years you know what i mean out of those five years yeah yeah like if you've been into cars for a decade that's like you're probably a car guy 
That's a and tough I don't really pill think the, for a like lot the true of people car to guy is is going to be the guy ruining the shit either. No, you know? no, no. I, I think no, if I you've know. been in a car, and I don't want, and I don't want to, and I'm, I can't, and I'm not going to blame all new guys for all the problems either. You know what I mean? But like, no, they don't see. It's past a pretty that easy burnout. way to make a name for yourself by to be an idiot. Well, that's what this sideshow culture you know? is, right? That's what like. But yeah, yeah I was just going to say, if you're new to the scene you maybe like uh, not like i don't mean like actually but like i was gonna philosophically ride shotgun on things for a bit like don't show up and be like i'm a big dick swinger watch me two-step this shit like i'm gonna get my respect right now i like no like chill the fuck out if you're doing something cool i think people will find you and i think that's actually what a lot of all this like dumb shit comes from is like people are very much trying to either they're trying to prove like, Oh man, I'm on it. Like I get it. I'm here. Like, look at me. I deserve attention. I deserve accolades. And it's like, how do I prove that? I did something in my car. I'm going to rev the shit out of it. So you can hear it, or I'm going to do a burnout or I'm going to try to drift a corner. And it's like, man, if you're doing something good, people will find you. I think that's a very important thing to know in like Mm -hmm. the car world. It's like the, Hey, look at me. Part of it will only get you so far. It's like, do things properly and you'll the, what, what you're looking for like, will probably come every crew to me comes with like at least at least one big dick swinger because like that's yeah because that guy the, put the, the crew together exactly he's the king of the crew he has the coolest thing so now like when like 50 crews show up or whatever now you got 50 dudes who all think they're king shit you know you got, you got a boiling pot yeah like a guy rolls in and he's like, I got a one of a kind blitz six feet. <laughs> yeah, and he bangs it off like ah! a rev limiter because it sounds super sick. And now like so, the guy yeah. with the fucking cavalier wants to do the same, you know? And like Yeah, he's like, Oh, I'll show that wagon what's yeah, up. Yeah, Tim I mean, on to the rescue. Yeah. It is uh it's a very slippery slope. And uh, it is. I, and I mean, I guess I wouldn't know because I haven't dedicated as much time to my life to other hobbies and pastimes as cars but i just always think like cars has to be one of the most testosterone like dick measuring oh for sure for sure why do you like think, hobbies like, out who, there like like yeah in, it's literally a fucking dick measuring contest like yeah horsepower ride height fucking tire size turbo size fucking exhaust size what how many fucking gauges you have like every bit of it is fucking for measuring your dick no, but it's, it was totally sick though funny thing is so that that last time we were at uh grange when we were at like vegas and stuff and i remember thinking like like walking through the pits and seeing all those cars and i'm thinking man like drifting is really really fucking cool because like it's almost like <laughs> Like, I, I don't know if this is like a, a cool to say, but it's like, it's almost like a celebration of like, like testosterone and like manhood. And it's like fine to be like that. You know what I mean? Whereas like in this world we live in today is a, a lot of shit is like, is this right? Is this not right? You know what I mean? Where it's like, it, it's like these guys have literally put their lives on the fucking line for who knows how long and driven who knows how far and built this fucking thing with their own hands. And now they're going to go and like, try to show how fucking awesome they are it's like it's pretty awesome like yeah but i feel like just as a side though like a lot of the drift events we go to there is that 
aspect of being like, I want to be awesome and I want to do good out there. But I also think there's a level of camaraderie in drifting that isn't found necessarily in the meat culture like in, oh yeah in, no like, that, i mean that's, that's that's kind right, of what like, i meant too is like right it's, it's like a culmination of all of this yeah shit, but you know what i mean I, me think, I, I think when someone else is there you instantly have something that bonds you together yeah just, just like maybe you do at a car meet but it's less so it's like right at a car meet you're like yeah we both like cars but at a drift event you're kind of like you know you're like oh like we've gone through the same thing like mm-hmm. you get you get to drive with that person which is like a huge thing when like when you drive with someone for a bit like and you you know like you're instantly friends after but, that it seems but like also yeah. the drifting is the equalizer it's like yeah you can yeah. build all these crazy cars at the meet you can rev and you could do a burnout and two-step but then it's like well fuck you gotta drive man like yeah, yeah. You're literally like on like under the gun from everybody watching so like you could fucking have the sickest car you could think you're the best but like we'll quickly find out like, I don't yeah. give a fuck how long your burnout is. I don't give a shit how loud your two-step is. But if you can't link two corners, fucking but, start practicing or go home. You know what I mean? And like, that's that's the actual thing. So this is probably, and I was actually going to say exactly that. It's like almost the, the downfall of the meet is that there is no equalizer. If you thought your car was fast, but then you were at like a drag strip, you would find out that maybe your car isn't that fast. Or if yeah. you thought you were a good driver, but you don't have that. All you have is your build list, the way your car is shown, like show, shows off. So like, you don't know if it's like a good build or a bad build. The guy maybe is like puffing his chest out and being like, I'm about to like show you, but yeah, there is, there is no fucking equalizer. Yeah. So they can do whatever they want. And I think that's actually the problem. And there's wild. no, there's literally no barrier of entry from yeah. going into a there parking you go. lot, a public you parking go. lot. But if you're going out to like the like Friday night drift and drag, like you're paying money, you're part of the community, like you, you know you're there for a reason, and like I feel like then you're less likely to be fucking around and doing things that are going to ruin it, you know? Yeah. When anyone hey, can go, it's just something to re- do. <laughs> if we could rename this podcast, do you think we should have called it Barriers of Entry? <laughs> the Serial Nine Podcast. <laughs> Serial serial nine barriers podcast. Of entry. Barriers of podcast entry. Nine. Podcast nine. Yeah. It is a uh, now I use that in like everyday life. I'm like, oh, the barrier of entry to this is very low. And that's like people are like, what are you talking about? I'm like, ah oh, no, no. The barrier of entry to this conversation is higher now and you don't understand. Uh yeah. Okay. So what else do we got for etiquette? We've talked okay, a lot so about meats, but let's I talk about it, social media. Social etiquette. media. Social etiquette. media. If you're gonna if you're gonna DM somebody, have a bit of tact. Do not okay. start. Do not start with, "Hey, sponsor me," or like <laughs> like form a sentence. It's still you're still talking to a person. I mean, you may be on social media, TikTok, Instagram. I don't know what the hell you're on, but like talk. You're still talking to a person. And I mean, maybe I'm old school, but I definitely appreciate when people use full words or like full sentences. Or start with a hey, what's up? Or like any sort of like what's the word? Like a like a icebreaker, if you will, maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's fair. Yeah. I I got one for you, and I don't know. You guys can tell me how you think about this one. And I don't know the proper saying for it, but it's like uh praise or praise in public 
and then it's like and then not maybe like punish in, in private does that make sense so yeah i get what idea, you're trying to say yeah yeah like maybe don't necessarily always shit on people in public like you know so, like, yeah basically like you know like when your buddy posts something you're like yeah sick bro fire emoji and then you send it to the yeah. group and you're like, yeah, look at this whack whack ass shit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah so you yeah, don't yeah. you don't comment on his thing. Yo, look at this whack ass shit. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you don't comment and be like, why is the wheel not turned, Gerard? <laughs> you don't like that. Maybe maybe you no, don't I, maybe I you don't post your buddy's funny. wheel and be like, yo, four thousand dollar trailer wheels. <laughs> <laughs> maybe just yeah. maybe just send that in the group chat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, he shared it though. Uh, uh, no, I, I, think, no, it's, I, I, mean, I think it's it's funny, but then <laughs> the one thing that I and I I honestly don't care. But I was gonna I the thing that I realize more and more is that sometimes I mistake how much people know. I guess like what? private versus public. So then it's like I think it's hilarious that you put that because then it's in like a podcast episode where we literally talk about like. <laughs> Hey, like, don't fucking turn your wheel in photos. And when we, when I was shooting that video, I was like, the wheels turned. Gerard's gonna make fun of this. I didn't, I didn't care. But it's like the center cap on Kevin's wheels. Yeah, and it's like the center caps like Kevin's wheels. But the thing is, is then everyone's like, oh fuck, Kevin didn't put the center caps on. I also didn't tell Kevin I was like gonna like make a video of his car. I was just like trying. And the thing that I guess what I'm saying is contextually. Somebody might look at that and be like, oh, fuck Gerard shitting on this Dodo Ryan B dude. Like, <laughs> and Gerard him, shitting on dude. Rare Spec Alex. Yeah. And like, they don't know that, they don't necessarily always know that, like, you're actually good friends with these people. I'm okay with it. But it's like, that was my realization this week where someone was finally like, oh, you're Ryan from the podcast. I'm like, man, I don't know how much more clear I need to be. Like, I say I'm Ryan from Dodo Logic. Yeah, fuck. nobody. Not podcast. that many people maybe know that your Dota Logic Aristo is the the Aristo. I don't know. Like maybe it's but some people I've, don't like study I, those things. No, I know, but that's what I'm saying. So somebody might not actually study. Like, oh, uh, Dodo Ryan B and Gerard actually spend like a decent amount of time together. <laughs> it's just like yeah. oh, Gerard's being a bit of a jack- jackass. Yeah, and I mean that's the thing too. Is like if they didn't listen to the podcast, the reason I made that trailer joke is because obviously like. Like uh, Alex was like, "Yo, your fucking black rhino wheels are whack shack." Like on your on your QX, yeah. and it's like, yeah, "Fuck you, man!" I just spent thousand dollars to make my truck like look at his trailer wheels on it or whatever. I had somebody a long time ago share a video with Dota Logic, and I didn't really like the video, and I was just like, "Oh, hey, like this is a good video." Like they just shared it, and I was like, "Hey, this is like a pretty cool video." The song was like from Blade, which I thought was really funny. And I like made a comment about that. And then I was like, oh, like maybe next time you can. And like they didn't ask for feedback. So that's a bit on me. I shouldn't have been so like about that. But I gave them feedback in private. And they were like, and then they just responded. They're like, share the video. And I was like, no, no, this isn't isn't how this works. It's not a you pass me a link and I put it up on my wall and that's, that's how it goes. Like, you know, (laughs) (laughs) you get to go back and do a do over and then we'll talk anyway. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So, but that's a tact. I think like, yeah, tact is, 
I think if we've learned anything, like tact in the car scene is something that is lacking that needs a ton of work. I would yeah. I would say I would be more inclined to sponsor someone who sent me an email than a DM about it, you know? Like at least when they're <laughs> sending you an email, it feels like it's gonna be something that's composed and written out. And you know, perhaps they'll have or perhaps they'll have an attachment with a PowerPoint or something, or a bunch of photos or like or any fucking nineteen ninety-eight, bro. Like <laughs> yeah, but I'm just saying, like, I don't know, like uh, I, I, an instant message that says sponsor me is just like no, I mean literally I, the, all right. the the worst, like you get no attention. You no, know? Uh, for sure. Like you don't like I feel like the medium for me is okay. I actually prefer like a quicker medium Instagram because I can instantly like just hit a link and be like, oh, this guy has this many followers. This guy has a sick car. This guy's had this many cars before. Whereas in an email, it's a bit, it's a bit like anonymous and like it's a bunch more work to sort of like the email could fucking be, you know, it could be a, a fable for all you know. It could be like, oh, like I got, you know, I've been drifting at Ibizu and blah, blah, blah. And like it could or couldn't be true. You know what I mean? Whereas like but anyways, you have to back it up for sure. For myself, it's gotta... like, it is the tact. And, and I do agree that like you should come with some sort of professionalism or some sort of anything. But but the, the medium is less important for me. Uh, you see what you've just did there is Kevin set it up so people would have to email you for sponsorship, which yeah, you're you just, most you likely drove all of it to your fucking private yeah. message. So. Yeah, yeah. I so I it's like, it so now fast. it's on you. <laughs> Kevin's like, let me alleviate some of this pain from you. Let's like for you. I mean, half the you can put an email together. Half the stuff I think is funny. I mean, like you'd be like, sponsor me. Like, yeah, I'm sorry, no. Like, just to go back to etiquette, because we did car meets. We've talked about drifting in the past, and I think drifting is. Uh, I mean, a lot, a lot of, the, of drift etiquette, though. You know. I yeah, you, and I don't know how fuck. much. Is like if you spin, get the fuck off the track as fast as possible. Like get out of the way. There's a yeah. lot, man. There's a lot of nuances of drifting, and it depends who you're that, drifting yeah. with. It depends what kind of car, exactly. you know. Yeah, I mean, like... I, and and here's the thing. I feel like those things are learned on the track. I don't think you guys want to be like. Let me explain all the ins and outs of drifting. Most people going to a no. drift event, like, is there? I don't know anything about going to a drag racing event because I've never been to one. Uh, is there etiquette that you need to know about going to a drag racing event? Anyone? Is there anything that we're like... What about like car, like car show etiquette? Don't fucking touch the car. Don't get yeah. in the car. Don't <laughs> pretend like it is your car. Don't, you know, like, you don't. You look at the car. Can I yeah, say like, no, people drag like, racing? yeah, totally like sitting on cars at car shows to take photos yeah. with them. That's yes. like definitely a no-no. Yeah. Uh, one... I never even get that, but go on. One for drag racing that I have to say that like I don't I don't care too too much about drag racing. I've definitely done it, but like the quickest way to look like a huge idiot at drag racing is to not know how the tree works. It's like you're literally at the event watching the cars go. Literally study two or three cars before you get up to the tree and do what they're doing. Don't just drive past the thing, like learn to know the hand <laughs> signals, what the people are like telling you to move back or inch up you know what you're supposed to like you get the first one lit and then you slowly roll up to the second one you don't just drive them i've seen so many people and it's bad too because it's usually the import guys or like the guys that people are already like oh what the hell is this thing doing here they don't even know how to like stay yeah because it's because it's their first time and they don't know the stage and the pre maybe they're but just that's like nervous. using google i mean yeah you know yeah, yeah, like that's just like using google you, you, you don't know how to like you're at the place 
watching the people do the thing and then you get up to do the thing and you're like uh do they have drivers meetings do they run you through it oh shit i've never been so i don't know i would probably be one of those dudes that would be so nervous that i was gonna fuck up that then i'd get up there and just fuck up yeah, yeah and I'd fuck it good, up. It's I a was... good couple of laughs the first few times when people will do that shit. They just like they stage, <laughs> they they get it. I've seen dudes like roll past well, they launch in reverse. <laughs> ah the, the best one though is dude stages past the lights and then starts on the limiter, like you know, and then he's got his like his like launch like RPM and he's like Whrr! and the dude's like dude you got to move back like what are you doing he's like yeah. ready. he's so nervous he's like ready to go but he's not even at the line it's so funny anyways oh. yeah okay well that's good etiquette and i'm not even sure i still understand how it works i do always look flustered as kevin pointed out to me tonight so that's great uh, um uh what were we saying oh posing in front of people's cars is a thing that i never got and that is a thing that always blows my mind is standing in front of someone else's car. It's like, you didn't build that. What are you, st- you going to show that to someone? They're going to be like, sick car. Or do you own it? You're like, no, I saw it at a car show. But I mean, if, like, I'm, if I'm renting an Aventador, I'm taking a picture with a fucking Aventador. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay, fine. That's <laughs> fine. I just, the standing in front of a car at a car show and uh, yeah, I, I don't put, get that. Would you put that as your like profile photo though? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> look, look at me with this rented aventador yeah like, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, that's, rent, rent, rent that's what i mean well. like that's the same level you know like yeah i i think at one point i saw this is a weird one and gerard you and kevin have probably both had this way more than i have uh i once saw someone else using my car as their photo on like their profile photo on Dude, instagram I get that all the time isn't that fucking weird? I get that all the time. Not all the time, but like I've definitely had dudes have my. I, mean, I feel like that's how you know you made it. Yeah, uh, yeah, but other people, you know, your people's, your people's phone background, man. You're like, yeah, you're, yeah, you're, you're somebody. Now. I mean, I don't, I, yeah, I don't get it as much, but like, yeah, I guess that's the Jay Z line. Has like kids on the corner screaming, "That's my car!" Except they're grown ass men. Like, fuck off. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I guess that is that is a nice thought, but it also weirds me out a bit because then it's like, I don't know. I Matt, Matt Peterson used to make fun of me for having my own car as my phone. No, but that makes the most And he was like, that makes dude, like, how sense. arrogant are you? Like, you think like your car is like that good that you like you need to just like look at it on your own phone? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's, that's so yeah, that was, yeah, okay, that was exactly that was my point. Yeah, I'm like, yes. Yeah, I, why wouldn't like, it? it's the this thing is my that car? That's how much I love it. I'd this enjoy is the best photo I have of it. See it blemishes but, and all and everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but that's like having your phone background as your own, your own photo. Face. Maybe that's what. Yeah. you know what? You imagine yeah, how yeah. fucking whack that would no, be. Like, well, that'd be weird. <laughs> right. I thought but you were going to be like, meant. but yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Hear me out. And you got your dick right there on your phone. Yeah, hear me out. Hear me out, though. Uh, having someone else's car as your profile photo is like having someone else's family as your background photo on your phone. <laughs> it's not yeah. quite the same thing. <laughs> it's like buying a picture frame from the store and not taking the family out of the picture frame. And okay, then what about, what about this? Wall. Like, what if your background was like the view from like your friend's house or your like cousin's house or something? You know what I mean? Like. Man, my background is literally just like the wood grain that came with the phone. <laughs> like it's like a wood like really? grain. Yeah, I did not change it. 
uh, I'll say that when you guys phone, I have pictures of your cars attached to your like so but they're also photos i've taken which is probably that's the arrogant bit i have <laughs> that funny photos like, of everybody oh do you that's what's the background the- on your phone jared your kids dominic oh that's nice yeah i mean I, I meant to change it obviously to have like all my kids there but i just i, I've, I haven't changed the fucking photos since this is like a year and a half right. ago or something or some shit yeah yeah you should probably get on that though yeah, <laughs> Kevin, what's the background on your phone? And is this uh, good etiquette or poor etiquette? I literally have, well, yeah, like OEM background as as well. Yeah, really. That's that's yeah. the jam, man. I'm not confident enough in anything in my life to have it as my background all the time. I mean, I definitely have like I have like I have a sick photo from our California road trip as a background on my my computer. Oh, I do have a bad example of this. I do have one. The the desktop on my although it was does it count if it's a photo I've taken? I mean, this or is, is that like what's wrong with it? Who cares? Take yeah. your own photos. That's cool. I took a photo of my desktop on my old work laptop, like a, two laptops ago, was uh was Simba's car because I it was like just a parked photo that I took at the first year I went to Chicago. Because it's just, I really liked the photo and his car looked super dope. And I was like, oh man, I never thought I could take a photo like that. That would turn out that well. And it's of a dope car. And I was like, this will let people know what I'm into. And so it was mm-hmm. Simba's, like when it was, when it was blue, uh, it was that, that version of it. So anyway, uh, so maybe I am, maybe I am bad. So here's an, here's some etiquette. Don't be a hypocrite. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. a hard one. Oh, it is very hard. Uh, what other etiquette is there for the car scene, car culture? There's a ton. And now you we'll only it out, learn buddy. it. You only learn it if you put in the 40,000 hours. I mean, that's uh, true, though. Like, there's always that stage where someone does something that's, like, kind of dumb and funny to their car. Yeah. Maybe the etiquette is, like, and I don't know if, like, you have to go through that, but that's not even etiquette, so it doesn't matter. You're going to do that. You're going to make... A silly mistake and an older person's going to judge you i think good etiquette would be for like actually us older dudes to always try to be more understanding of like younger dudes coming up yeah i think that's, 100% that's a pretty right. good one yeah and then and then maybe on the lesser scale is like maybe younger dudes <laughs> we've actually already said that it's like just be tactful when you talk to people but yeah I, yeah, yeah there's a, a long way you know yeah so i do think there's there is that bit to it every i've i've always said i try not to shit on younger generations because i remember being the younger generation that got shit on so yeah exactly you know what one thing i will say about that is safety equipment like the old dude who's put in the forty thousand hours is always going to tell you to put your safety equipment on and the young guy will just be like nah i don't really need it but like that, you know what that guy learned in 40,000 hours is like, nah, you need to put the safety glasses on and wear the gloves and like, you know. Yeah, yeah. Open the door while you're spray painting your car. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I don't know. What else do we got for etiquette? Oh. Is it still is it still cool to say respect your elders? Yeah, but I think you should just try to like try your best to respect everyone. Well, I mean, if you, never get told, if you never get put in your place, yeah, 
Yeah, like yeah. you can just continually push, you know what I mean? And that's the thing yeah. is that some of these kids that are building these stupid fucking cars or like coming to these meets, like that's the same attitude. They're like, yo, fuck you guys. Like, like I got this car, I built this sick, you know, I got I got the fucking pop crackle tune on my Mazda 3, and I need you to hear it because like I'm 20 and I'm fucking cool. And it's like, dude, fuck yo, you. Oh man, I got the pinto motor in my Cortina and it's better because it's 1.8, not 1.6, and you don't even <laughs> but know. I mean, <laughs> but I mean, I did I I was still I was still respectful. I know, I know. Like, you know I'm, what I mean? Like, I'm being devil's advocate. Being yeah, okay. Actor, so here's the thing though. Here. But People like you always... put that in, respect your elders or whatever that, that equates no, to. I these think days. That's fair. But that's, that's what I mean. Res- it's like if you can just do whatever you want there every day forever and no one ever says anything to you yeah of course you're just gonna just continue to do that yeah yeah that's uh but that's a again like that's actually like if you boil it down that's just a respect people thing god like every generation has like punks in it and every scene has punks in it i don't know what the lifespan i don't mean like actual lifespan but like of them being in that scene if they're a punk is because you like kind of burn your bridges and you don't find your place where you fit in and you you ruin everything around you to a point where people don't want to be around you so it's like yeah yeah like uh, they end up not sticking around they like jump onto something else yeah and also uh, nobody respects shit. you because like you clearly don't respect the venue you don't respect the yeah. organizers you don't respect the the other people yeah. who are enjoying themselves there so like nobody's going to respect you nobody nobody yeah. gives a shit about you no matter how sick your car is yeah so i'm gonna say the biggest takeaway maybe from this episode is etiquette really just boils down to respect like everything we've said is like be respectful we've never been like yo if someone's if someone's got a, like a whack car, tell them it's whack. Like tell them right into that. And, you know, like there is nothing. And it's like, it's literally like be a good human to the best of your capability. Like that's etiquette for, for cars. It's like, and I mean, I that's like the proper thing. car culture etiquette is if a young kid asks you to do a burnout, you have to do a burnout. You know, if a young kid asks you to rev it up, you got to rev it up. It's like trucker etiquette. If the kid's like doing the horn thing, yeah. you got to blow the horn, you know? I like that we all did that. We were like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is the age limit of a kid telling you to do a burnout where you stop? Because then there's a point. If a 20-year-old tells you to do a burnout, you don't have to do a burnout. Uh, okay. I want to say, um, uh, I remember I, uh, I used to pick up my girlfriend at uh, was like Earl's or something. And then I think one of the managers was like, because I had the yellow Cressida at the time. And then uh, they were like, oh, you should do a burnout. And I was like, ah, no, no, no. Like, they had to, like, hugely convince me to do a burnout. And then I did, obviously, just, like, a fucking huge, like, second gear cooker. And they're, like, just standing there, like, 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 what the fuck was that? I was like, yeah, that was a burnout. They're, just, a burnout. Like, they're like, uh, okay, I've never seen anything like that before. Like, it was just way crazy, I guess, for, like, what they were expecting. And that story, yeah. Gerard's the monkey paw of wishes. You want a burnout? Have all the tires smoke in the world. Turkey's <laughs> a little dry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now all the steak tastes like tires. 
Uh, oh, I just want to know, Kevin, what's the age where a child asks you to do a burnout that you like? When does uh, the make a wish foundation? I went on? to have. I went to go pick up my extremely intoxicated ex girlfriend from a nightclub once, and mm. like you know, I got her into the car with the help of her friends, and these guys are just like, "Yo, do a burnout!" Like, <laughs> so yeah, so I started doing a huge burnout, and then they started like screaming like fuck the police like <laughs> as i was doing the burnout downtown but so i don't know they're probably like 26 or something. i don't know, <laughs> so you know? not a child so <laughs> no. we're like totally be respectful and unless in one situation yeah. uh no, unless you know you. unless people are asking and asking you to do something then you know then maybe I mean, you should consider it you use, should oblige, your, you know? use your yeah. judgment be a gentleman well, okay i mean yeah we're basically saying don't do stupid shit and then saying do stupid yeah, shit. Yeah. but like I feel like the meat is it's it's almost more delicate, that's not a meat, right? Though exactly, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, like fair. if you're out one in the car wild, outside a nightclub, yeah, I'm not yeah. like everyone trying to enjoy a, a meat. Yeah, 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 that's I'm fair, fucking yeah. everyone's night yeah. up. If yeah. you're out in the wild, you're on your own, right? Mm, like if you yeah. do a burnout wherever the fuck you are, you're either right. not going to get busted or going to get busted. So yeah. it's going to be really you, up to you. It's you're going to be the yeah. result of your consequence, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. When you're on your but, own, but when hey, you're with the pack, you can screw but, up herd mentality. Kind of a shitty point is if you're the guy with the import car doing a fucking burnout with the loud exhaust, now actually you do have a responsibility to the rest of the imports and the rest of the loud exhaust kids and people and enthusiasts and the lowered and the stance cars so maybe maybe it isn't fucking cool to do a burnout in the I, I mean like that is a tricky thing but that's the thing is like i get what kevin's saying because that's a very funny story and i enjoy it well i mean and not, not only that is you're inspiring children i mean maybe his work children but like you know what i mean like <laughs> if a 26 year old children that's for yeah, sure. yeah, if yeah. a 12 year old is like yo sick car do a burnout Nine times out of ten, I'm gonna do a fucking burnout. Like, you know what I mean? Because yeah, that yeah. kid think like for any kid yeah. to think your car is cool is is pretty much the coolest thing ever. Yeah, so yeah. you're rolling by the elementary school, and then like the kids come running up to the fence, and they're like, yeah, like looking through, like, yeah, it's the purest form of like, yo, like if, if Dominic thinks a car is sick, I'll like triple look at it and be like, yeah, actually that's kind of sick, like because yeah. you know it's like red or like has a huge wing or like the wheels are gold or like some crazy thing that I wouldn't even like, I'm, you know, come and gone past that point. But like, it's so pure. They're just like, yo, that car looks so cool. Cause of this. And you're like, yeah, I can, it I can appreciate like a big uh, hot wheels. Car. I yeah. got a question about <laughs> etiquette. And I think it's the thing that I, I, maybe you guys don't do this, but it's the thing that I've noticed that a lot of people do. It's the, as an enthusiast, you never stare at someone else's car. Why not? Yeah. I've never heard of that. You've never heard that? It's like What's wrong with that? Stare. I don't know. I've I've had that where it's like that's like don't point. Yeah, like the don't point. <laughs> don't like like don't overreact. So if you see no, like if no. you see like a Lamborghini downtown with an L on it, people who are oh okay now I now I get what not not in the meat, but maybe driving around. Yeah, driving around like don't gawk. Like no, and, I, I, I kind of get I mean, that. whatever. What, but like if, to me, that's more like when I see a car that I feel is like below me, and I know he's <laughs> trying to see if I look below. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm not gonna name names, but I was with uh, a very reputable car person, and we were in downtown Vancouver, 
And I was explaining what the L on the back of exotics mean, like on the back of exotic sports, any car, but on the back of an exotic, yeah. it is hilarious. For those listening that aren't from BC, that's a, a learner driver, you know, like they're, they're, <laughs> they're new. They, you know, they have an L or an N. I on guess a hurricane. Yeah, it's like an N. It's like they're new to driving. They have like restrictions on their license. They've been driving for less than a year. And they have the dopest car. And me and another person who was well-versed in the car scene were laughing and like staring and being like, I'm like, yo, look at that. That's what I'm talking about. And the other guy was like, hey, hey, eyes forward, eyes forward. Don't stare. And they were like, no, no, hear us out. We're laughing because it's a new driver. So that person like just learned how to drive and they have like a $200,000 car. And then they were like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But and in any other circumstance, you know, it's like, have you ever been like bombing down the highway and maybe someone bombs next to you and you feel like they want you to like kind of acknowledge them, but you don't? Do you ever have that? I mean, man, if the car is sick, I'm looking out. Yeah, yeah. If the car is sick, like if the car is what happens when you know it's not sick and then they're just like literally trying to egg you on. And that, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I'll usually still look over and be like, hey, cool, or something. Like, if the guy obviously is trying to get your attention, let me be a jerk about it. But, like, because yeah, I remember okay. well, that's good I've been on a highway good. before and I had my Cressida and it was like quite crazy looking. Like, it was like four colors and it had, you know, the super wide wheels. It's louder than shit. And obviously, you know, and like, it's fast. Like, I, I mean, I guess if you, maybe, maybe you don't know a bit. I mean, I would assume that most car guys that look at a car like that and hear a car like that would assume it's fast. So anyways, I went to street race this guy on, on the highway or highway race this guy and I beat him. I don't even remember where I was going with this story, but basically he you was just like, wanted he to tell he wouldn't, he wouldn't, he wouldn't look, look over. He wouldn't look over. Or maybe, he's or, or maybe, maybe I wanted to race him and he wouldn't even acknowledge my car or something like weird like that. I mean, I've been that um, guy though. Like you're just driving your car and all of a sudden there's some Tiburon beside you, like blowing off his blow valve a hundred times. And you're just like, it's not going to happen. Do you mean a Genesis? Or okay. A I mean, I, I get that. Either. I get that. I mean, maybe that guy didn't, didn't know what the car was or something, but I mean, if a car that's like fucking ridiculous pulls up to me, I'm yeah. looking. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's, yeah, not, it's not a Tiburon with a blow-off valve. It's literally like yeah. a built car. But what in, if it in, is a Tiburon a... with a blow-off valve? Are you looking? I mean, but like what, what, happens if, what happens if it's a Genesis that's four colors and it has a blow-off valve, but that blow-off valve is equipped to a fucking 2J and you don't know that, you know? Shame on you. Shame on you. I mean, if, maybe if it's got that's crazy That's basically wheels. what a fucking a Cressida, a four-color Cressida is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i mean a 2j sounds a certain way i, I mean maybe it's just you gotta just know though, yeah. Yeah, you gotta know you gotta yeah, know exactly. that man you can't so yo like... one thing i will say about etiquette i was at a recent drift event and this young enthusiast came up to me and he was like yo man your car's <laughs> sick but your wheels are whack yeah i remember that what <laughs> yeah, yeah i was, was just like yo was like, like thanks I'd... man like thanks for your opinion i wasn't like yo like fuck you like like fuck your opinion like yeah i was like did he just say that yeah driver's so <laughs> stunned he's like yo man like i like your car i've seen it around a lot you know but i, mean, I don't really like your wheels man but like <laughs> i mean he didn't say it in, like a jerk way but like yeah. i was still like yeah, i definitely like jerked you didn't it up need a bit, to but, say like... that <laughs> That's pretty good. I appreciate the honor. Like I, you know, I. But secretly, yeah. I was like, "Yeah, that's right, boy. Fuck those wheels." That's pretty <laughs> funny. I've had people be like, "Cause when I was on the walls after I switched to the 
the oh, yeah, you had wheels. those walls. I had those walled wheels, and people hated it, and they never told me. And they're like, "Yo, like those wheels are when, fine." And like I've had other people be like, "Yeah, this shit doesn't do anything." Like full on, just like your car is. Yeah, this is this isn't good. And I was like, "Okay, you got to learn to take criticism too." That's a that's a big thing. But yeah, I I almost applaud the person for like telling. <laughs> And that they didn't like his wheels. That's pretty ballsy. It was a kid, dude. Like, I don't know how old that kid was. 13, know, maybe? 11 to 13. Yeah. yeah. He was I've seen like your a... car around, but I don't like it. You should have been like, what kind of wheels would you prefer? I, that's what I, I mean, well, I think I said to Gerard, like, what kind of wheels do you have? Like, to the, you know, like, yeah. you know, yeah. but I'm not going to say that to the kid because, same, you know, like, I'm not trying to be a jerk. Like, <laughs> no, that's good. You're a good guy for that. I don't know what I do in that situation. I'd punch him punch him out <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're like but yeah. Gonna... yeah that's what i do i'd punch that kid <laughs> like this is a weird thing because it's not etiquette but like i feel like if you do research instantly everyone will respect you a bit more like if you if you come to someone and you know what you're talking about a little bit yeah then you're gonna get a lot further and if you don't have any clue what you're talking about oh yeah then you then you then you should be very polite and like you know we have customers who have absolutely no clue what they were talking about yeah but we have we don't have any problem talking with them because they're very polite and like yeah. easy to talk to you know yeah yeah, yeah. yeah for sure and it's like I, a pleasure to try to teach them about something you know i believe the term you're looking for kevin is if you come correct and so like in every way and it's like yeah i've done some research i have an idea of what i'm looking for Instead of just like making a, like wild assumptions and assuming you know things like, or even just being like, like if you humble. don't know, just yeah, like humble, respectful, fucking hundred yeah. percent will talk to you all. Anybody will talk to you, and yeah. anybody will respect you back. If you don't have those things, you're probably yeah. not going to get very far. Also, maybe don't go to meets or places and just spout off what your future build list is going to be. <laughs> Like when you're rolling in on wheels and suspension, and then like you're like, yeah, next is like a big turbo, and it's like that's an NA car. Like it's gonna take you a real long time to get from yeah. giant like turbo to from where you're at right now. And it's like, yeah. and maybe maybe that's another thing about the sponsorship is like when the when the you know two decade car guy who's built you know seven to fifteen cars comes to you and is like, hey, this is what I'm building in the next year and a half then you're like oh okay like yeah i could see that but when mm -hmm. a guy who's never built a car is like this is what i'm building over the next year and a half you're like do you have any clue how much each of and all of that is going to run you and like you know you're probably <laughs> coming to every, you're probably coming to every other company to try to get sponsorship as that's well that's why it's all and if sponsorship it and if it doesn't all line up none of it's really going to culminate you know it's just Dude. one one jenga block it's literally one jenga block <laughs> exactly like like oh the turbo fell through like oh we, no injectors we get, <sighs> we get the thousand horsepower jay-z all the time it's uh, like that's like a once like, a week email man yeah. like so they're buying a cd pro you know it's a transmission adapter we're like okay like what what's the car for how much power does it make and like you know what type of clutch you know what what do you want to do with the car and they're like yeah you know it's it's gonna have a thousand horse and we're like okay well how much horsepower yeah. does it have now and it's they're like oh yeah street, it's, you know i'm gonna do some drag some drift events but you know it's mostly gonna be street you know like a fun weekend car yeah and it's <laughs> like that's that's entirely possible but if you're if you're having 300 horse right now 
and you've never had 500 horse, it's a pretty slim chance that you're going to have a thousand horsepower in, in the next fucking five years. So buy the clutch or buy the thing for what you have now, unless you're actually, I mean, some people definitely do that. Like we have customers that like say, Hey, I'm building this and they're actually buying parts. You can see, you know, guys got like a built head guys got like cams guys got like a stroker kit. You're like, okay, shit, this guy's serious. So, but like, you always get the looky loos that are like the car is like relatively stock. They, they haven't bought any parts for it. I mean, they're, they're buying the CD pro, which is a big ticket item, but to say the car is going to have a thousand, like a thousand horses, a, a lot of money. Like it's not five grand. It's not even seven grand. It's like fucking 10 grand just on the engine. Not to mention the brakes, the fucking seats, the transmission, the diff, the every other aspect of the fucking car, man. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like you said, come correct. And I feel man. like, and I feel like the two J is the only thing you could only spend close to ten grand because, like, yeah, like I feel like we talked about that in our like our Mo Money thing. It's like, yeah, like you're spending so much. You like, also and, said like, to get from five to seven, and to get from seven to yeah. nine, and to get from nine to a thousand. Oh, I mean, you could same. you could definitely make a thousand horse on a two J with less money, but it's probably not going to last too long. Like, how much do you think, like, Rad Dan and all those, like, Formula D guys spend on those thousand horse engines? They're not fucking five thousand dollars. Those are racing motors making reliable power. I mean, not even that reliable, like, semi reliable power. Mm-hmm. They're spending a lot of money on those engines. Um, yeah. I'm going to bring this full circle. I'm very excited about it. It goes back to Matt's question that he asked at the beginning of the night. It was like, what video games did you play coming up and what giant horsepower cars did you build? And when you play a video game, it's all so easy. It's just like, well, I just throw all this fake money at it that I've earned in these races that pay me to drive a car. And now I have a thousand horsepower and you're like, I built it in a video game. So now why couldn't I build it in real life? And it's like, well, because real life isn't a video game. And I think that's (laughs) the kind of the thing. Wild expectations were set by our yeah. childhood video games. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Uh, but I mean, like, honestly, you got to have those expectations and those goals or you're not really like yeah, going yeah. anywhere, you know? I want yeah. to say one last thing, the finisher. So etiquette, don't ever say fucking slap it in. I'm not, I'm just going to slap it in. Like, you're not <laughs> slapping fucking anything in, man. You know, if you're slapping, if you're saying I'm going to slap the engine in, you've never fucking put an engine in. Nobody slaps <laughs> an engine in. <laughs> Slap a new engine on there. Slap I mean, I mean you can backhand slap an engine. turbo. You can, the only engine that could be slapped in is the en- the same engine that came out. You know. Yeah, I mean, even then, it's still a bunch of fucking work. It's still a bunch of work. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's good. I think. Uh, so, what what is the key takeaway from etiquette? It's like don't, don't slap a, it in. Don't <laughs> fucking slap it in. Uh, yeah. I was gonna say, don't be a dick. Yeah, don't be a dick. Be respectful. Yeah. I mean, like be respectful. I think etiquette is. Fact. Yeah, etiquette is kind of just etiquette. etiquette. That's literally what it is. Yeah, like if you're an okay person, you'll probably be okay. But like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's it, man. Be a good person. That's etiquette. Just try your best all the time. Yeah, and cut other it. people some slack. Yeah. I feel like Ellen DeGeneres pre-scandal right now is what I feel like. Be kind to everyone. Just act like your mom's watching all the time, you know? Oh, yeah, that's a good one. I, we should act like our moms are going to listen to this podcast. My mom has brought it up. She's like, maybe I'll get your dad to listen to your podcast. I'm like, I don't think he needs to. 
Uh, all right. Well, uh, yeah, that's good. So do we got any uh, shout outs? Anything we want to say at the end of this? I mean, thanks to, to Jay-Z Nagini for uh, the question. It's a pretty good question. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Thanks to Matt Peterson, the half-brother, for the question. Yeah, thanks for listening. And if anybody has more questions, be, just send them our way. I mean, I don't actually get very many DMs about <laughs> the podcast, but... Uh, it's yeah, me. I mean, they go to me. I know, right? All from Eric yeah. shitting on me. <laughs> <laughs> No, they're not all. And sometimes he says nice things. Anyway, yeah. All right. Uh, okay, well, thanks for listening. All right. Uh, Peace next out. time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Serial Podcast 9.